Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Monday. If you remember back to last week, we saw Jesus go before the Jewish council, the Sanhedrin. And if you remember, it was a completely false trial, immoral trial, deceitful, deceptive, because it was done at night. It wasn't done in the court systems, and there were a plethora of false witnesses. And they ruled that Jesus was guilty, and they wanted to sentence him to death. Now, of course, we know this was because of the hardness of their hearts and not because Jesus had actually done anything wrong. But now they are taking his case from the Jewish court to the Roman court. And the Romans were ruling over Israel at this time. So they were the body that ultimately had the say-so. So this case got sent from the Jewish court up to the Roman court to be put before the governor, Pontius Pilate. So let's dive right in today. We are in Matthew chapter 27, starting in verse 11, reading from the ESV. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner who they wanted. So this was essentially a tradition that during this time of year, one prisoner who they chose would be released. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So picture this very serious criminal, a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Who do you want me to release for you? Barabbas, this crazy criminal, or Jesus, who is called the Christ, who we know he was innocent. And honestly, from the standpoint of the people, what did he do but heal? and speak. But of course we know that to the chief priests and the elders and the Pharisees, he was a threat. And what he was speaking was threatening their power, their way of life. It was threatening what the Pharisees had put out as law, but wasn't actually God's law. So he was a huge threat to them. And now the governor, Pilate, is essentially giving them a chance to free Jesus. And he's saying, do you want Barabbas, this criminal, or do you want Jesus, who is called the Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, have nothing to do with that righteous man. For I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. 
Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas, this criminal, and destroy Jesus. And the governor again said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? And they said, Barabbas. And Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? And they said to him, Let him be crucified. And he said, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified. So we see that the Pharisees, the scribes, these religious elite, are convincing the crowds to kill Jesus, even though we know he has done nothing wrong, and they're hoping to release instead this criminal who was notorious at the time. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And all the people answered, His blood will be on us and on our children. Then he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. Wow. So we see here that Pilate was doing not everything in his power, everything he could do while still saving face, to be honest, while still looking good, while still having favor with those religious elite, the Pharisees and the scribes. And he offers them that criminal or the innocent Jesus, and they convince him to let go of Barabbas and kill Jesus. And we know that Jesus is submitting to this willingly. If we look back to Matthew chapter 26, we know that Jesus, he could, in his power, in God's power, save himself. When Jesus was betrayed and arrested, and Peter comes forward and cuts off someone's ear, Jesus said to him, Put your sword back in its place. For all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you not think that I can appeal to my father and he will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels? Jesus has 12 legions of angels at his command and yet he willingly submits to this false deceitful trial to being convicted even though he is innocent for you and for me. He willingly submits to this embarrassment, this scorn, the disgrace, and he willingly submits to being beaten and eventually crucified. And he submits to that suffering for you and for me because that is the only way that we can be saved. He does that to fulfill scripture and to fulfill the need for a sacrifice to pay for our sins. And because it is Mindful Monday, I would invite you every day this week to dwell on the cross. Spend some time, maybe that's reading the word. Maybe that's sitting in prayer. Maybe it's meditating on a verse. But take some time to dwell on the cross. Think about what that means for you. What does the cross 
Jesus willing submission when he is all powerful. What does that mean about God? What does that say about his character? And what does that mean to you? What does that mean for your life today? And I will also share a couple of journaling prompts over on my Instagram and Facebook page. So you can find me at hesed.heart on both Facebook and Instagram. That's hesedheartyoga at hesed.heart. And I'll share some journaling prompts. But whatever you do this week, try and set aside some time to dwell on the cross and what it means for you. I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com slash give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.